0: Bye. What is going on you guys? My name is Justin, but you can call me Jay Swag and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with Swag. appreciate you stopping by and giving a listen hanging out with us here today. We're we're here for what's technically I would call it an emergency pod, emergency episode because we have some pressing matters to talk about with WWE, but I was not able to do it when I initially wanted to. So basically this is as you can tell from the title in follow up to what happened on SmackDown this past Friday night where Cody Rhodes was set to make his decision of who he was going to challenge um for you know having won the Royal Rumble who he's going to challenge at WrestleMania. Everyone and their mother was expecting him to challenge Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns was expecting him to challenge him. But Cody basically bowed out and said, I took counsel from someone who knows you very well. And then we got the third grand return of The Rock in the past few months to finally set up the inevitable Rock versus Roman Reigns match at WrestleMania. So again, I wanted to do this basically Friday night right after SmackDown aired and that happened, but... That was at 10 p.m., I was tired, I had to wake up very early the next morning, and I've been gone this weekend, so now I'm back, I'm rested, I've read a bunch of articles and tweets and watched videos and listened to podcasts since then, and I've been able to formulate my thoughts a little bit. I honestly, you know, full disclosure, I don't have any notes for this episode, because I've just had so many thoughts rumbling around in my head, and I know I probably should have written them down to stay on track and on topic. But this is one of those episodes where, you know, I'm just getting a lot of frustrations out, and it's almost coming a little bit of a vent session for this episode. So, yeah, so basically, let's rewind the tapes a little bit. Let's give you some context for those who may not be familiar or completely in the know. As I am and other WWE fans are that are, you know, criticizing this decision. So basically, last year at the Royal Rumble, we get Cody Rhodes returning from injury, comes in at number 30, a valiant effort, and defeats Gunther in the final minutes of the Royal Rumble. He then decides to go after Roman Reigns because obviously at that point we only had one champion and it was Roman Reigns. That was when there were still two belts before the World Heavyweight Championship. So he's going after Roman and he wants the title because it's the WWE title. That's the one that his father, Dusty Rhodes, never won. He won it via countout back in the 80s in Madison Square Garden, but with how championship matches work in WWE if the champion is counted out or disqualified they lose the match but they do not lose their title so Dusty Rhodes won the match but did not win the title that's just you know kind of been a whole thing for Dusty Ro- or for Cody Rhodes' career but especially since he's returned to the WWE and so this was his way to finish that story to right that wrong from all those years ago to win this one for himself and for his dad and his family and to end the reign of terror of Roman so heading into WrestleMania 39 last year, everyone, myself included, was expecting Cody to do just that. It had been set up perfectly. He had returned at the WrestleMania prior, had a nice three-match feud with Seth Rollins, injured his pec, made his valiant return, and now it's just, you know, it, it, it wrote itself. It made sense. Uh, you know, it felt felt right, and like that was what not only was going to happen, what should happen, you know. Roman had a great run the bloodline storyline was kind of at its peak right there because that was when they were all still intact and you know night one is when the Usos lost their tag titles so this was still kind of like peak bloodline being interesting and I think if they ended it there it makes sense for Cody to win you know, so not only the Usos but Roman also lost their title. so everyone lost their titles in the bloodline. Then you can start having those fractures. Then we can basically keep it going where, you know, you have Jimmy and Jay kind of starting to split off and then Jimmy fully turns on Roman exactly as it has it played out, you know, at Night of Champions, and then you get the tag match at Money in the Bank, where you have Roman being pinned by by Jay, watch obviously loses some of its shine because Roman had been pinned at WrestleMania, but it's still a huge moment, and that kind of ends that feud and blow off, and then we can kind of just go from there, but obviously, you know, they didn't do that, and we had Cody lose in what was seen as a very head-scratching decision back then, but was basically kind of written off as, you know, this story's in the bottom of the third inning. We're just getting started there's still a lot more chapters left in this book for Cody to finish his story. And we kind of pushed on from there. So at this point then we're basically just left with Cody spinning his wheels until this year's Royal Rumble because it's just, you know it was abundantly obvious as soon as they didn't have him win last year. <clears throat> and after the press conference where Triple H said he hasn't finished his story yet, that we were going to get the rematch at WrestleMania 40 this year. How we got there was up in the air. You know, I think probably 50% of people watching the rumble this year thought it was going to be Cody Rhodes going back to back. And the other 50 probably thought it was CM Punk. Like I did, we ended up getting Cody going back to back and winning the rumble. So then it was like, okay, here we go. We're writing this wrong from last year. We're finishing this dang story. He wins the Rumble. He's pointing at Roman after the fact. He's calling him out immediately. Then on Monday, last week's Raw, we have Cody talking about winning the Rumble, and then all of a sudden Seth Rollins interrupts and basically cuts a promo of just like, don't challenge him, don't go for that title, go for my title. Like This is the one that you want to basically convince him to challenge him instead of Roman, which at the at that time, and I think still now with everything that's happened, I still like that they did this, you know, just throw a little wrench in there, make it so there's like, oh, like, is he going to challenge Roman still? Like, that was some really good points that Seth made and like it, you know, it hit home for the fans and for Cody, obviously, and he goes, I'll think about it. We, you know, it, it's just, it's a good decision to not immediately go with what's obvious and just go right away with, okay, he's going back to Roman, even though I think everyone still was expecting, he's going to go for Roman, but this was a nice little cool, you know, plea from Seth to get a, you know, a worthy challenger. And then we come to SmackDown a couple days ago on Friday night. And like I said, Cody comes out, confronts Roman. Roman is just like, come on, just like, let's do it. You know, you want to challenge me. Let's go ahead and make this official. And then, We get the swerve of Cody saying, nah fam, The Rock is going to do it instead. And you can visibly see throughout this interaction, Cody is not happy. Now, you can take from that what you will if that's legitimate or if that's just his, you know, in-character work at play. But regardless, very clearly upset and sad and not wanting to do this, we get The Rock Whispering a few words to Cody. We don't know what was said. And then that's it. When We just have, you know, The Rock looking at the WrestleMania sign and then looking at Roman. And now we're kind of waiting until Thursday when we get the WrestleMania kickoff press conference in Vegas. So, yeah. Immediately following SmackDown, Twitter blew up. And fans all across the world were upset by this decision and confused and angry and sad that The Rock is just coming in out of nowhere and just ripping away Cody's main event from WrestleMania and just taking his spot in what should be his title match at WrestleMania 40. So... Now we're kind of in this weird spot where The Rock is supposed to be the babyface. This is supposed to be a match that we've wanted. And it is still a match that most fans do want, but the timing is not right. The timing was right last year. The timing is right almost any other time outside of WrestleMania this year. However, that's not the case. And according to a couple of different journalists and outlets, the decision to have The Rock versus Roman Reigns headline WrestleMania was made as early back as January 3rd, which was several weeks before the Royal Rumble happened, which means that they had Cody win the Rumble, knowing that he wasn't actually going to end up facing Roman Reigns, which just kind of makes it very confusing that Cody won the Rumble at all because it's like... Are we actually going to have him challenge Seth? Because that's not the match that anyone wants because Cody beat Seth clean three times in a row last year. Um, So it's just kind of confusing and doesn't really make sense. Like if that's the route we're going to go. A lot of outlets again are also saying that WWE is paying very close attention to this backlash from the WWE universe. The rock is very well known to care what people think about him. And I think he cares the most about what wrestling fans think about him. So do they just push forward and push through and say, no, this is what we're doing. This is what we decided we're doing. Roman versus rock and Cody versus Seth. Um, And there's just so much to break down there too. So I guess let's just focus on Roman rock first and then we'll move to Cody. So, like I said, apparently according to Dave Meltzer, January 3rd is when they made the decision, which kind of coincides with when the rock joined the board of directors for TKO, which is WWE's parent company. And supposedly, Part of his deal and his contract was that he would get this match with Roman at WrestleMania. So he was making a play. He was headstrong on getting this match with Roman and having it at WrestleMania. And apparently he was also very headstrong on winning the match. Who knows if that will end up happening or not, but he negotiated in his contract that he would get a match with Roman at WrestleMania. And now it's just also interesting because it's, there's just some weird politicking at play now of just like, okay, so is he just kind of wielding his power to get what he wants in this kind of weird egotistical move that isn't totally out of character for him because we saw him try to do this with black Adam where he agrees to play the part, but then Refuses to appear with Shazam in any capacity, who in the comics is his main rival. And he was trying to negotiate creative control over, like, the DC U- Extended Universe. But that was then off the table after James Gunn took over. And it just kind of screwed up Black Adam. And now who knows if he's going to appear at all in the DC universe moving forward. But so all that to say, we've seen him do this before and make this kind of a power play before, and it didn't work out so well. And it feels like right now it kind of is working out, but again, the fans are rebelling and, and, and there's a lot of backlash for it because yeah, he's just coming in out of nowhere and inserting himself into the main event of WrestleMania after we've had, you know, two years, basically, of this story and this build-up and this investment from fans for Cody to finally finish his story and, and right this wrong and end this reign of terror of Roman, both in kayfabe and out. And it's just been ripped away, not only from us, but from Cody himself, too. Like, we have to remember Cody, the person, too, is just having this ripped the rug completely ripped out from underneath his feet and, you know, kind of shifting to him now, like where does he go from here? Because as of right now, logic is telling us, you know, obviously he's going to challenge Seth for the world heavyweight championship, but there's rumors, you know, from the dirt sheets and whatnot saying that they're basically pushing the Roman Cody match to SummerSlam, which tells us a couple things of a Cody and Roman are not done. And B, Roman, or sorry, excuse me, The Rock is not going over at WrestleMania. And Cody can finish his story at SummerSlam. But then that leaves us with like, okay, so if they're fighting for the title at SummerSlam, then that would mean that either A, Cody's losing to Seth at WrestleMania in that match, or he beats Seth and then within 3 months is dropping that title and then entering in a new program back with Roman Reigns again. And neither of those sounds really good, which just leads to me leads me to where I think they're going with this of us getting Seth versus Cody at WrestleMania and then Damian Priest is cashing in and winning the world heavyweight title at WrestleMania so that Cody doesn't look too bad cuz he, you know, got kind of screwed by Damian Priest. Right, Seth out so he can go and rehab his knee and his back and every other injury that he has and just get him off of our screens for a little bit. And then Cody can kind of get that fresh restart and basically go back for Roman. I'm not sure how... I still don't know how we get back on track with Roman versus Cody after this whole Rock thing, but that's my guess is where we're going is Rock versus Roman with Roman going over and Seth versus Cody with Damian cashing in and winning. Similar to what Seth did all those years ago again against Roman and Brock. One thing I did hear earlier today, I was watching a video from the lovely folks over at Cultaholic, and they did a couple of pitches of how they would finish Cody's story given everything that's happened. So we're picking up, you know, basically from today with what actually has happened. And then they kind of fantasy booked how they would write this wrong. And there was one that a guy named Adam, his, his pitch that I was very much so on board with that I think kind of wraps it up nicely, gets us back on track, gets the fan back fans back on board with it. And you know, can leave everyone still relatively happy where basically we have the rock and Roman Reigns doing a contract signing. They both sign the contract and then the rock basically reveals that the contract they signed was for the title at WrestleMania, but not for the WWE title. It was for the title of head of the table, tribal chief. So the match with Rock and Roman is going to be on night one and it's going to be for the title of Tribal Chief, basically fairly similar to what Jay Uso's match was where it was the Tribal Combat, where it wasn't just for the title, but it was for the you know, the role of Tribal Chief. Whereas with this one, it's not for the WWE title, but it is for Head of the Table. And then he says, "I as for your WWE title, I have someone in mind who can fight you for that. And then we get Cody coming back out. Because then it basically rights the wrongs of we're still getting the Rock versus Roman match, which people have wanted for several years. So we're still getting that match, but we don't have to worry about the WWE title being at stake. And that's a match that Roman can still win. We're getting, writing the wrong of Cody getting to finish his story against Roman for the WWE title at WrestleMania in the main event and we're also writing the wrong of the rock now basically being a de facto heel moving forward because no one wants him in this match. So, he looks like a babyface because he's like, "Hey, I'm still getting to fight Roman, but I'm not going to be in the way of the title picture anymore." And Seth or excuse me, Cody can still be the one to take care of that. So, it writes all those wrongs. Everyone's happy. We get the matches that we want. Roman can still go over the rock and then Cody can win the title on night two. And then we can all just move forward. You know, Um, I think that's the, if I had to think about it, I think that's the best outcome that we can get to try to salvage this because it, we're at a point now where there's a decent amount of people who think they're just going to be headstrong and move forward with it. And just basically forces down our throats. But there's another camp of people who are very, you know, confident that WWE is going to pivot. I don't know how they pivot out of this. I think, you know, again, that pitch I just said is the best way they can pivot out of it. I don't think that The Rock is just going to be like, oh, you know what? I shouldn't have done that. And then basically comes out and it's just like, my bad. Never mind. I'm giving my spot. Cody. I don't think they do that. I don't think The Rock would want to do that. The fans would obviously be happy because they're getting the match they want again, but it's still one of those things where it's like, okay, but now we know you're just doing this because we were upset, which again it's like, part of me is like, good, like you're listening to your fans, you're giving them what they want, which is something that Triple H has stressed in multiple press conferences of we're in an era now where we listen to the fans and they have a say and a voice in this, unlike previously. But at the same time, you don't want it to feel patronizing and just like, oh, you weren't wanting to do this and you're just doing this to basically save your butts from us hijacking this match at WrestleMania and any segment revolving around The Rock and Roman Reigns up until WrestleMania. So I think at the end of the day, it would still, you know, fix the overall problem, but it would still be a rough go getting there and kind of transitioning back to it. I don't think that they're, they're going to do that though. So there's, you know, suggestions that they turn it into a triple threat match and just throw Cody back into it. There's suggestions that, you know, tonight on raw, Seth comes out and basically tells Cody, "Hey, I was wrong. Like, don't challenge for my title. Like, you need to go challenge Roman. You won the Royal Rumble. You can still challenge him." But I still but then it's like, "Well, where does that leave us with The Rock?" I'm trying to think if there's any other possibilities I've heard that I liked. I think that I just I like that one the best where it's basically we have Roman doing double duty and we get both matches that we want because Outside of that, I just don't really see how they finesse their way out of this, to be honest. And I think, again, the most likely scenario is that we just push forward and we get Seth versus Cody and Rock versus Roman. And it's just weird, too, because then you have to run the risk of you might potentially turn Roman babyface <laughs> in this whole thing, because obviously, I don't know. Like, it's tough. <laughs> Then it begs the question, too, of like, okay, this is how the online fans feel and how the people who are invested and talk about storylines and who looks good coming out and this is bad for their reputation people as opposed to just the people who are at the live event. Because, you know, let us not forget there is a large, large chunk of the WWE universe who are not on Twitter. They're not on Reddit. They're not, you know, reading Fightful Select. They're not following Wrestle Votes on Twitter. They just show up to live events when they can and watch TV, you know, watch SmackDown and Raw. And they just, those are oftentimes the majority of fans where it's, they're just kind of more casual and they were so happy that The Rock came out and we're getting Rock versus Roman. Like there's multiple videos from SmackDown when the rock returned, it was just everyone in there was elated. You know, there was no booze live on SmackDown. The people sitting at home on Twitter were booing myself included. You know, I'm not going to try to say I wasn't one of those people, but the people at the live event were happy. You see all these kids, even all these, you know, adults, they're just so happy that the rock is here. Oh my gosh, we're getting the rock versus Roman reigns at WrestleMania. This is insane. Um, so we have to con- keep that into consideration as well. Just like, hey, it might just be this smaller corner of the fandom that's going to be upset, but this is the bigger money match. You know, you cannot deny that. Like the Rock is just always going to make more money than Cody Rhodes at this point in their careers right now. You know, that is just uh, an absolute fact. So this is a better, quote unquote, business decision, and it is the bigger money match, which is reported to be the exact reason of why they made this decision in the first place was we have the rock here. He's wanting to do it. We need to take advantage. So let's do it now and make this big money match and we can get at WrestleMania. And then we can have Cody still finish his story at SummerSlam just a couple months later. So it's, I don't know. I, I, at this point am very upset. And I'm very sad, and I feel for Cody so much. But I am still at a point, and this is, you know, maybe a a knock on my personality of being over trusting. But I still trust Triple H and Co. to figure this out and to do the right thing and to get us back on track. Whether that means taking the rock out of it, whether it means what I think is going to happen and getting us back on track by SummerSlam or something else entirely different that no one has thought of or mentioned at this point. I don't know, but I'm still trusting that they're going to figure this out because I was pissed last year after WrestleMania. It took a while to get over it. I'm still not completely over it and I still think it was the wrong decision, but I was happy enough because it was like, well, you know, Cody won the rumble. That was a good call. He won me back over. And it really is just a testament to Cody and the work that he's put in of, he sold me on it and got me back on, you know, the bandwagon of like, okay, no, he can still do this. And I still want him to do it. And this will be even bigger of a moment than it would have been last year. But now it's like, okay, we may be pushing our luck here by pushing it off again and ripping the carpet out from him again. Um, and it may not have that same incredible wow factor moment that it could have had this year or last year. So, I don't know. It's just, it's it's really tough. And I feel for Cody through all this. I feel for CM Punk through all this. Although it was decided before the Rumble happened, but you have to wonder, you know, because all this stuff is from sources and it's not confirmed factual. But, you know, you have you play the what if game of just like what if Cody was supposed to win the Rumble and he was going to challenge Roman and CM Punk was going to win the elimination chamber challenge Seth, but that domino effect of CM Punk getting injured in the Rumble had ripple effects and now all of a sudden we're getting Rock Roman and Cody versus Seth. And then what do you do with Drew McIntyre, who seemed like he was on a collision course to face Seth as well. Um, What happens with Sami Zayn? You know, it's just like it it has a ripple effect of what's going to happen. with, And then with Gunther as well, like he, I don't know. It's just there's a lot of different factors. And what if it was supposed to be CM Punk who won the Rumble and he was going to challenge Seth Rollins? and then they were going to have Cody win the elimination chamber but then Punk got injured they had to call an audible so they're like uh shoot like let's just have Cody win instead i guess and like it's that you know like who knows i think it's it's really risky doing all this because again i, I don't know if i finished this point but you run the risk of turning Roman Reigns babyface here which they may not mind and maybe it's part of their plan but you'd have to imagine they're trying to keep Roman as the dastardly final boss heel, but with everyone booing the rock and not wanting him involved, he's going to be a heel. So you're either just going to have two heels for, you know, two months here until WrestleMania and the match is just going to be hijacked at WrestleMania and everyone's going to boo regardless, or they're just going to turn on the rock And all of a sudden be cheering Roman because they want him to win and, you know, to basically get the rock out of here. So then it's like, how do you handle that? But apparently since Friday night's reaction, the WWE are angling to use that to their advantage and basically turn Cody Rhodes into a Daniel Bryan type where... You know he keeps getting screwed, but the fans keep wanting him, and they basically will their way to getting him to win at the main event of WrestleMania, and this is just going to turn Cody Rhodes into even an even bigger baby face, and it's going to make an even bigger triumph for him when he does beat Roman. But again, you run the risk though of pushing it for too far because why it worked with Daniel Bryan was because. No one was wanting Batista versus Randy Orton as a match. And there was no real story to Daniel Bryan beating Batista or Randy Orton. It was just the story of Daniel Bryan winning the title. So for him to beat Triple H, that was the real kind of storytelling match. An opponent, so to speak, where he beats Triple H earlier in the night at WrestleMania so that he can then be inserted into the main event. So he has that initial kind of triumph. But then it works because then he's just inserted into the triple threat match. Everyone's pulling for him, and he gets that big triumph moment that night at WrestleMania. But it's different here because the story is Cody versus Roman, and that needs to be a one-on-one match because it's personal between them and it's also personal between the Rock and Roman Reigns so you don't want that to be diminished by having it be a triple threat either so you can't have like it, you can't have it be oh if Cody Rhodes can beat Solo Sokoa on night 1 of WrestleMania then he can be inserted into the match at night 2 to make it a triple threat and he wins that because people still want to see the Rock versus Roman in a one on one match they just don't want it now and they don't want it for the title so it doesn't work that same way because you're pushing it back 3 or 4 months of like, okay, no, we're still going to get Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania in the match that no one wants, and then we'll finally get to Cody Roman at SummerSlam in August. So, I don't see how that works out. Again, I don't really know how they pivot here. I really don't. I've spent the last couple of days ruminating on it. I don't even know if they do try to pivot, to be honest, which worries me, but I don't know. The I don't know. I think those are basically all my thoughts. I don't want to keep rambling because I know this has been a little bit disjointed and again I apologize for that, but I just I needed to get my thoughts out there on this because this is dominating the headlines which sorry, so that is one more point that I forgot to bring up. Which again is kind of a little bit contradictory to what some reports have said, but supposedly this was the plan as of January 3rd, which was You know, three and a half weeks prior to the Royal Rumble, and then, you know, a whole month basically prior to what happened on SmackDown on Friday night. But some people are suggesting that they could have gone with this angle, they could have chosen Rock versus Roman, or they're at least leaning into it to basically dominate the news cycle and get the headlines of Vince McMahon's investigations and resignation and trials out of the headlines and just bury that story basically, which wouldn't surprise me. It's definitely a move that I think any company would try to make to have their former CEO and former executive chairman resigning over rape and sexual assault and sex trafficking allegations. Just have them buried uh, in the news cycle. And obviously it's working because We Want Cody has been trending worldwide since Friday night on Twitter. All of the headlines now are about Cody versus Roman. It's getting picked up nationally. So now you have Daily Mail, Fox News, ESPN. All these major outlets are now covering this story instead of covering Vince McMahon being investigated federally, which is, again, it's just like it makes sense from a corporate perspective, but it's, it's really kind of... Unfortunate because that is what should be focused on is the horrible atrocities that Vince McMahon has allegedly committed and that he's being investigated for them and that he needs to, you know, be brought to justice and all that stuff. So who knows if this was kind of an audible to to bury that story. I don't think it was because again, apparently this decision was made a month ago, which was before any of those allegations came out and that lawsuit was brought against him. So, but it would not surprise me. And I do think that to a certain degree, they are now using it and running with it because they're like, Hey, wait a minute. This is actually working in our favor because no one's talking about Vince anymore. So I don't know. It's just, it's a very weird situation all around WWE is in a very interesting spot right now, both with their WrestleMania card up in the air as well as all these allegations that are going around and these lawsuits and investigations that should really be the main focus. So yeah, I don't know. I just needed to get on here and get my thoughts out on that. So hopefully this was easily digestible and I wasn't just talking like a madman for 35 minutes. So with that being said, I appreciate you giving a listen here. Make sure to follow on social media. Facebook and Instagram are Sports Talk with Swag. Twitter is stwscast. They send an email to swag at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. How are you feeling? Do you care? Are you fine with it being Rock versus Roman? Would you rather it be Cody? Do you want justice for Cody? How do you, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how other people feel outside of the vacuum and echo chamber that I'm kind of a part of online. Um, so let me know. Leave a five-star rating on the show anywhere you can. You can download it and listen to it you know, offline, anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Apple, all that good stuff. So I appreciate you listening to this episode and supporting the show. And then, and I appreciate you listening to this episode and supporting the show in any way that you do. It means a lot to me and I appreciate it. So with that being said, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.